What's up, world, and welcome back to the Vibes and Stuff Podcast, where hip hop heads discuss hip hop topics. On this side episode, Jamil, Vince, and myself will be reviewing the latest album from Nas, King's Disease 3. We'll discuss what we liked about the album, share any critiques we have, share our favorite five tracks, and give the album a final 1 to 10 rating and discuss where we think it falls in terms of quality in the King's Disease series. So sit back and enjoy the show. All right, welcome back, welcome back. What's going on? What up, what up, what up? All right, we back in the house. I got Jamil. Yo, yo. I got Vince. Yep, yep. We about to dive into Nas's latest offering in Project King's Disease 3. Um, This is the third and this is what I hear, final installment in the King's Disease series. Uh, it was released re- most recently, uh, November 11th, 2022 on Mass Appeal Records and is produced beginning to end by Hit Boy. And this is actually their fourth LP together. Um, King's Disease 3 clocks in at 17 songs and 52 minutes and is Nas's 18th album in his discography. And um, let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. Nas, King's Disease 3. What was y'all's uh, expectations going into this this particular project? We know Nas is an MC who needs no introduction. But, but what were y'all's expectations for co- coming off off his most recent work? They were high, man. Like, Nas has been on a tear, you know, the, the previous three projects. Really, even before that, but you know, specifically what he's doing with Hit Boy, um, and he seems to have raised the bar each time. Like I, I, I think I would have to go back and listen to KD One and KD Two to kind of debate those. Um, but it seems to me that each one was better than the last. Magic was definitely better than either KD One or Two. <laughs> Um, and neither one of those were whack. Like they were great projects, all all yep. three of them. So yep. that set set the table for three. It was either going to continue on that trajectory or fall off a cliff. And I was I was kind of prepared for either one to happen. Yeah, okay. Me. All right. Well, what about yourself, Vince? So for me, the best way I can explain it is I wasn't nervous when I heard he was dropping it. Um, up until King's Disease One, I would get nervous when I hear Nas is dropping something. I don't know if you guys did, you know, I don't know if you did or didn't, but I would get nervous because, like, I know what Nas is, I know his capabilities, but I just didn't know what the album was going to, what it was going to sound like. And I would be nervous. You know, I have a little nervousness about it. Um, Ever since the first song of King's Disease 1, I haven't been nervous anymore. So when I heard it was dropping, um, I was just like, okay, some more Hit Boy Nas. Because that's what I call it. I call it Hit Boy Nas. (laughs) (laughs) Right. 
So it's a more hit boy Nas. Like that like Nas at his his uh old man comfortable uh flow. Cause he's he's adjust he's evolved his flow. It's not the same thing. And um but it works well with Hit Boy's production. So I was not nervous. I was just ready for it. I didn't think I was wondering. I was I actually told myself I'm not gonna even compare it to magic. I'm just gonna compare it based off of the the King's Disease albums. So I didn't even compare it to magic. So that's that's how I was looking at it. Okay. Yeah, me myself, I, I I'll be honest with you, man, I had high expectations, you know. He's coming off a three peat, you know, uh King's Disease one and two and then Magic and now this and this is his fifth LP in four years. You know, it's starting to look more and more evident that Nasir was just him shaking off the dust. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, I I don't know if that was him just getting his confidence back and working out the kinks, but ever since then, man, he has not missed. He is four-peated, in fact, in my opinion. Um, But let's get into the minutia, the the, the album, man. Like, what would, after if y'all, y'all had a little bit of time to to, to, to sit with it, because at this point, it's only three days old, the album that is. How do y'all feel about it? Nigga, <laughs> that's that's all I can say. <laughs> Nigga. Like, like he kicked the dough in again, man. Like starting off super strong with Ghetto Reporter, and it just kind of takes off from there, man. It's more. Uh, we had a discussion about grown man rap recently. Like this is you know square in that space. Exactly that, man. Exactly that. But what's wild about it is Hit Boy, his production, um, you know, still brings a youthful exuberance out of Nas. And when when Vince talked about his, you know, his flow evolving, uh, I think a lot of that is due to Hit Boy. I think some of the production that Hit Boy has brought kind of forced Nas to rap a little bit differently, not content wise. But different cadences and different different flows that he would use in order to keep up with the beat and it doesn't always work like flawlessly but you can see what was happening with that and he doesn't feel or it doesn't sound like he's uncomfortable in that space it doesn't sound forced um dude is just he he's showing again that he is the mc we believe him to be and shout out to Nas's self-awareness um, on this project where he, I, I forget which song it was, but he mentioned, um, you know, how people talk about him picking bad beats and that, that being a narrative, that being a narrative around yeah. him and having that, you know, having that discussion around it, because it, 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 it was out there. Like, he, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm aware of what's being said. And he had a retort for that, too, which, um. I, I dug that. Yeah, man, I I love this album. Like this, this is a a a, a, a classic example of an elder statesman just putting it down. And to me, this album felt like more of a victory lap. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. y'all, I did it again. I'm I'm polishing up my legacy. I'm putting another crown on my 
you know, another feather in my cap on my on my discography, on my career, on my legacy. And I'm kind of unstoppable now, you know, and it, it's a, it was a lot of, like you said, Jamil, self-awareness, you know. I wonder what would make P-Rock act like that. That's the type of stuff that makes me want to give rap right back, you know, addressing that situation, you know, talking about texting Jay-Z. Sometimes I text Hova like, nigga, this ain't over. Hey, over. I love that one. I love you that know. one. <laughs> the, 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 the goofies are going to eat that up and try to stir some nonsense up again. Right, 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 right. But but you know, we we know what it is with them too. Yeah. We know what it is. You know, game recognized game. And I, I just man, bro, I love this album, man. Like I wanna talk about a track <clears throat> serious. The track serious. It's called Serious Interlude, but like where he's rapping about the woman who was a little older than him that he got involved with. Yeah. Y'all remember that one? Yes indeed. Bro. What was the name again? Serious analog. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know what he was saying there. Hold on, let me let me let me pull it up real quick. Um uh, so I can get this right. Yeah, the, the hook. He said I ain't have to drive a rose and I took off her clothes. I ain't have to have a house and I was stripping her down. I was switching them out, ignorant amounts, I guess that I guess that's how I was moving. Can't say I was proud. Um, man, I, this this track struck a chord with me, and you know I'm not trying to brag, and I'm not I'm a gentleman, and I'm I don't you know kiss and tell, but like man, the stuff he was rapping about on here was just so familiar. It made me a little uncomfortable, you know. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> so you many just bought it a few of them bought gifts and I ain't have to do none of that she blew me a soft kiss yeah yeah so many cats got the game messed up and you don't realize it till you're on the uh, beneficial end of the stick mm. and uh, it's a trip man it's a trip and it, it, it does kind of drive home that you know that in my just my own personal experience is how much just being a decent guy making somebody laugh being able to hold a conversation being a good listener how much that matters yeah and it, it matters more than what you drive what you're wearing what how much money you make and yeah bro let, 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 let me <laughs> under different circumstances no nah, i feel you like ignorant amounts when he, that that line in particular it made me chuckle because uh, I'm, I'm I guess I was thinking in, in similar terms as you like under different circumstances I would yeah, let me shut up <laughs> I, right you're I in the understand. same position as me like like <laughs> I don't want to say too much because I'm a gentleman right. you know but right like, it'd be like I that. understand where he came from yeah it'd be like that man it'd be like that um and then the other track once a man twice a child where he's rapping about being yes. with somebody who's gonna take care of you when you're older and you can't take care of yourself um just just great examples of grown man rap here also i man i really really love the the uh that jazz sample on get light 
that horn that they use um, WTF SMH I love the, the 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 beat switch up there Michael and Quincy was dope it's cold um, Think of the 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 fire heartbeat sample on the jet yeah 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 even uh beef man I love beef love beef um you know that hook like I'll be trying to find the best way they can stop me cold anybody another body and guess who the cause and why they froze beef is my name my story is age old some question why do i always come to take souls um and he's just rapping from the perspective of beef like he's personified beef rapping and he's just talking about all the stuff that he gets blamed for and that he's also but also responsible for um you know i really love that line where he said uh uh, in all the jails and all the parties I be drive-bys where kids get killed accidentally that's the type of ish they try to pin to me tragic situations give me my identity and beef cut off the fat that sizzle and grease love to many deceased over me beef it's even a little picturesque you know at, at the same time you know but you know Nas has been rapping a long time you know he he, he knows how to get his points across well and to do it in a way where it's memorable. Um, but Vince, man, you awfully quiet, man. I'm feeling a lot of heat coming off that couch. <laughs> man, look, I, I, I was just, uh, I was just listening. Like you, you were doing very well. I didn't need to add anything. <laughs> like, in other words, you're gonna get yours, B. Right. <laughs> I, I was like, I mean, I only heard it once, and I heard it today. And, oh wow! And it is still, I'm still marinating in in what this album is. It's like it's some good stew. That's all I can say, man. It's like 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 slow cooked pot roast, you know, in the slow cooker. <laughs> it's just right. It's it's good, man. Um, so I it I didn't. I didn't know you could get better four times, you know, as a as an artist, you know. <laughs> like, Especially considering like, how good he was to begin with. Yeah, it's like this is this is what I was talking about. And I didn't even know exactly what it would look like when I said it, but this is what I was talking about when it was like, I need old artists and new producers to come together and see what happens and now we see what happened something undeniably dope and unexplainably amazing because nobody knew this was this, nobody knew this was coming right. not even, i don't even think nas knew but not, like, not of this not of this quality and it, it's also impressive when you consider the fact ain't no guest appearances on here exactly <laughs> That that makes it even better. Like he does. I've never seen somebody so effortlessly let him hang, especially with a song like Thirty. Like if that ain't braggadocious, but it's like it's like effortlessly braggadocious. It's like thirty years in the game. Like right. he's celebrating himself, but. You want to join in with the celebration. 
It's like, man, 30 years of rapping? And not only that, you get like at the end of your 30 years, the the last like the last four years of your 30 years have arguably been the most impressive. And the reason I can say the most impressive is because you've already been impressive for 26 years. <laughs> you know, like yeah. Right. Yeah. Indeed, man. Indeed. Yeah. This was this was I, I enjoyed this project so much. Like if I have any critiques, it would be some of the uh the track placement or track sequencing. I think there's some tracks on the tail end that could have went a little earlier in the album and maybe a couple of tracks in the beginning of the album that could have been placed more toward the middle of the album. But that's 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 kind of nitpicking. You know, the, the the bonus track I thought was it sounded like a bonus track, but I but I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. Um But you know, would be like if Jordan came back into if Jordan said I'm about to play in the league again. That was like all star level good. It's like what? I mean he kinda did that, right? <laughs> like he made a couple all star teams with the Wizards. Yeah. He's the GOAT. That's 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 what I wanted to ask. Honestly, I had that in my notes. Given Nas's uh, creative output, especially his last four albums, is he officially the goat? Has he leapfrogged Jay Z in terms of just material put out in discography? Yes, I think I, it's. When you say just discography, yes. I would, yeah. I would have to agree. I would, I would, I have to agree, man. Like, okay, Nas's. We know Nas's last four albums. When we think about Jay Z's last four albums, you've got 444. You've got Magna Carta, Holy Grail. Magna Carta, Holy Grail. Um, give me one second here, so I can make sure I get this right. Blueprint three. Was that uh, one of his last four? So you got yeah, 444, Magna Carta, Holy Grail, yep, Blueprint Three, and American Gangster. I would put these last four albums up against those last four Jay-Z albums, and I'm going with Nas ten times out of ten. All four. Yes. Yes. There is not a single one of those four albums that is better than any one of these four. You know it's crazy because Nas wins on every single one. Like yes. Magic beats every Jay Z album. Yes. Every King's Disease beats. Wait, every wait, wait. Jay-Z every Jay Z album. You talking about those four? The last four. Oh, oh, oh! I got you. I got you. I got you. The ones You're right. pitted yep. against each other. There's, there's no, there's no combination of one album versus another album that any Jay Z album beats any Nas album. Right. I agree. I agree. Yeah, bro. Like, I, th- I think he might have that title, bro. And I, I get it. Jay Z's the more savvy businessman and been more successful with, with commercial uh, radio hits and everything. You know, greatest, most successful rapper of all time, hands down. But, like, when it comes to mic skills and, and, and giving the people that, that true, true hip hop that resonates. Nas got the crown, bro, and it's still it's like it's commercially crazy. viable in a in a space where I don't I don't know if 
I don't know if Jay-Z got it to operate in the same space that Nas is right now. Because um, Nas is, you know, a successful businessman in his own right. Certainly not a Jay-Z level. Um, but if you get a chance to kind of check out the news, like he's making moves in the tech space. Like Nas exactly. is doing all right. Exactly. He's doing really he's good. Definitely doing all right. Um, he's doing really good. <laughs> but the music... That's not the focal point of it. I imagine he's still, you know, he could do the art talk. He could do the, you know, wagging the finger at us to, to invest in, you know, buying Basquiat paintings and, uh, you know, why you should buy the block and, 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 you know, shaming us for not being independent sooner and all that stuff. I'm, my 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 retort is: What if I don't want to buy the block? What if I want to buy something else? What if, right, what if I right. just want to set my my kid up? You know, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's that is definitely a conversation that can be talked. But for um, sure. Nas honestly sounds like these four albums sound like albums that he didn't have to do and that he wanted to do, and that yep. that might be part yep. of it too. Like. There's no pressure for him. He's just like, I, he didn't have to make any more music. It seems no. like he, 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 he's doing it for the culture, too. That's what it really feels like. Yeah, that, I don't think the money is the draw here because, like we just mentioned, he's doing he's doing very well in other spaces. He's like, I, I ain't got to eat off this. And yeah. and there's there's something to that. I agree. There's and also, I don't have to make another hit. So, right. The press he has no pressure when it comes to making music. It's like, man, I gotta I gotta deliver. He doesn't right. have that mind that thought in his mind at all. He's just he's just choosing to make still make music. Right. There's no label, you know, money that you gotta get paid back because he is the label head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this 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 was an enjoyable listen for me. Um you know, it, it, it's 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 making me putting my my my, my comp- compiling my top ten albums of the year very hard, a very yeah. interesting uh, task that I got ahead of me. Um, let me let me let me ask y'all this because he made reference to uh, the Nas and Premiere album, kind of almost as a throwaway, similar to the KD three line that was on Magic. So, just based on the fact that that came, you know, that that kind of happened on Magic, and then we got KD three, it makes me feel like this is closer to actually happening than maybe in the past. Do you want? Do you want that album still? Given what we've gotten from Premiere, um, most recently with with. Uh, uh, the prime album and prime albums, I should say, and mm-hmm. um, what was the other one? He oh, and the Gangstar album, the Gangstar, Gangstar album, then uh, Hip Hop Fifty, and Hip Hop Fifty. I would say yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As long as Premier is in his bag, yeah, yeah, which is, yeah. Which is often, you know, <laughs> like for sure. I, I, I I give me I mean I and and I, I also but let me also say I, I'm not going to be salty if it don't happen. Nah, well, I I will say this though. I get nervous thinking about it. 
I'm kind of I'm kind of with you, Vince. Only in that, like Nas is dope, Premier is dope. They're dope together, but Premier's old, and I wonder if the fact that Premier is a is an OG, like Nas is an OG. Um, there's no youthful energy to create something new out of that. So if they do finally do this album, like it's gonna be good, but is it going to sound as refreshing as what we got with these last four? Yeah, I feel you. I feel you on that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not gonna sound like what it would have sounded like had Nas and Premier linked up in 97. Exactly. Or it might actually sound like (laughs) what they would have sounded like in 97, just, you know, 25 years later. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. That that youthful energy makes a difference. Very much so. But when you got two, you got a producer who's got nothing to prove. You got an MC who's who's got nothing to prove. It's almost like, yeah, why bother? Yeah, right. Exactly. Because Nas is proving that this is what I always wanted. Because Nas is bridging the gap, in my opinion, from these younger listeners of hip-hop and the older guys. Because even in one of the lyrics he was talking about, it's going to be, you know, young people. I forget exactly what he said. It's something about 16-year-olds or something will still be looking. Yeah, you got 16-year-old fans and 60-year-old fans. There was something he said, you know, that that was real slick, and especially in reference to what Twenty One Savage was saying. I don't mm. know if y'all caught wind of that. Yep, I think that's that's definitely a conversation worth having. Yeah, you know what? I looked at that a little bit, and he kind of walked that back, and he was like, "I would never dis- disrespect a legend like Nas." Hey, this is when sound like sound Rick James. I never, <laughs> yeah, I never when, disrespect when, a legend like that. Yeah, I remember trying when I said to it. sound intellectual failed. <laughs> right. What well, what so what did he say exactly? He said not relevant. Ain't relevant. He's not relevant. He just got he just got fans. And I'm like, uh how isn't that the same thing? Exactly. Right. Dummy. What's the difference? Like when intellectual I'm trying to be intellectual. Oh, so the kingmakers and the tastemakers, they they're they're not talking about Nas. So okay. So so therefore the people aren't talking about them. So like, uh, okay. so like how, how can you not be relevant if you got fans like I don't get it exactly because the like being rep being relevant is relative so like the fans That's make a bar. you relevant <laughs> right so like, that's a bar I mean you know what I'm saying but here's what I would say to that too like 21 Savage is not really I think he lacks a little bit of perspective because if you're talking just broader appeal, like comparing just the two of them, 21 Savage don't have the same reach Nas would have. Like right now, 21 is definitely gonna uh, have his hardcore fans um, that's gonna rock with him. But if something like, if, if you want to expand beyond just just traditional hip hop, let's say like uh, GQ magazine or Vogue or somebody like that. Who do you think they're calling? 
Yeah. Like, they're not calling, they not calling no 21 Savage. Exactly. Like, between bro, between the two saw, of them. I, I just saw Nas in concert not too long ago. Like, like, like a month or so ago, it was plenty of 20-year-olds in that audience rocking with him, loving him. Right. In fact, one of them came with me to the show with me and Jason. So, so but, like, like, think about it, though. Hit Boy is the producer, a new producer. So, like, if the people that are fans of Nas aren't fans of 21 Savage, how would 21 Savage be relevant? Like, this is don't it make it makes no sense whatsoever what he said. It's like, well, you're not relevant, you just got fans. But but ultimately the fans is what make you relevant because right. the amount of people that listen to you are the ones He that- he's talking, he's he's speaking to the the um the me the hip hop media outlets who chirp about whatever's going on, you know, not necessarily related to music. He he's he Nas is not in those people's mouths. So that's what he's not out here doing silly stuff either though. Like they're not talking about music. They're talking about, you know, who's doing what with who and you know, all of the the drama attached to the game and all the hip hop adjacent stuff, but not actual music. Right. Right. So once again it just like the statement just falls apart. So what is what makes you relevant then if it's not if it's not that a lot of people listen to you <laughs> like, right <laughs> well, like right. you said re- re- being relevant is relative it's like yeah. you you talk to people 35 and up Nas is very relevant you know um and you ask that same group of people what they think about 21 Sat. it's like come on bro you you just got good okay you just got good through osmosis by hanging out with with, with j cole right and like and, and your version of good is not really good. Like, um, my heart. You're sealing so this other rapper's my, floor. My heart is so cold that you can put it in a cup. <laughs> on a J. Cole out, on a J. Cole song. Like, that's the best you got. Right. Bro, I, even when I was 14, I would never have written such a bad rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> like, my heart is so cold that you can put it in the cup. Like, I mean, come on now. Like, come on. <laughs> man. Oh, man. I just, Let's... Like I said, when trying to sound intellectual goes wrong. Like, what happens is some people are at a place that's so high in terms of uh, celebrity that they feel like when they say something, nobody's going like, to like fight it. But the moment somebody fights it, it's like, oop, I ain't got nothing else to say about it, so now I got to try to clean it up. And right. it's whacker from that point forward. He didn't think nobody was gonna say nothing, but he got pushed back, and then he was like, "Well, I ain't mean, man." And it's like, "Man, you ch- just keep your mouth closed." <laughs> right. All right. Let's let us let us get into these 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 tracks. These fa- our favorite five tracks from this project. Um, it was seventeen tracks on here. It, it, it that's the other thing. It did not feel like seventeen tracks, but it was. Not at all. Um. Jamil, man, what were your favorite five tracks from King's Disease 3? Uh, I'm going to go Beef, Once a Man, Twice a Child, Ghetto Reporter, Michael and Quincy, and 
go with uh, hmm. I'm gonna go with serious. Mm, okay. All right. I like it. I like it. All right. I, th- I thought you would have had uh, Thun on your uh, list. Thun was I. It was. It was I. It was I. It was cool. There's so many interchangeables. It really is. Like you could honestly go with the first five tracks, and that would be a, a good enough answer. As long as "Till My Last Breath" isn't in anybody's. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, that was like the one skip, maybe. All right, Vince, what were your favorite five tracks from King's Disease 3? I got to start off saying Get a Reporter. Like, he came off, he just came off. That was the way you started out. Mm. He should, that was he, That was the right choice. Um, Michael and Quincy. I love 30 because it's celebration. And the beat was crazy. It's like a one of those songs. It's like... Not necessarily a normal Nas beat, but he he killed it. Um, I actually love that WTF SMH. I like that. Once a man, twice a child. Um, I like first time as well. Oh yeah, first time was dope. First time was hood to hood. I mean, he, it was a couple of songs and then he had some beat changes in a couple of the tracks. One, I forget the one, the name of it. Um, one of the tracks, it had beat changes into the, the New York drill, where they doing all of that uh, sturdy dancing off of. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he matched it pretty good. It was it was dope to hear him do that. So, yeah, that's, that's what I got. All right, all right. Um... Yeah, y'all, y'all list had some overlap with mine. Uh, my favorite five tracks were Beef, Get Light, WTF SMH, I'm on Fire, and Recession Proof. I thought Recession Proof was so Recession funky. Recession Proof was man. dope. And then it had that beat change in it too. It's like, oh man, like, uh, it was just, this was just, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this thoroughly. I enjoyed this thoroughly. All right, man. Ranking time or rating time uh, on a scale from one to ten. What would y'all give Nas's King's Disease three? Uh, Jamil, I'm gonna I'm swing it to you first. I was going back and forth between two two scores, and I I was about to punk out and split the difference, but I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna go ahead and give it a nine. Nine out of ten. All right. All right. I respect it. I respect it. Vince, what you giving Nas King's Disease three for the for the people? Well, just because it's Nas, well, not just because it's Nas, but I'm gonna give it a nasty nine. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I like that. (laughs) Nasty nine out of ten. I like that. All right. For once, man, I'm not on the island. I too am giving Nas's King's Disease three a nine out of ten. I think this is a must-hear album. Definitely if you're a Nas fan. And I'm going to go so far as to say it's my favorite one in the King's Disease series. Yeah, I leave... I better leave than Magic, magic huh? I leave Magic. No, no, I didn't, say, I didn't say better than Magic. I said my favorite uh, one in the King's Disease. King's Disease. Fair. Fair. I would agree with that. It's more consistent than one and two. It just is. 
it's like I I, I painfully say it, but it it, it is. But <laughs> it's just one in two. I can name the I can name the skips, but with this one I can't name the skip. I like like I, maybe one the the to my last breath one, but like that song wasn't terrible. It just wasn't as good as the others. But I would say that about the skips on one and two as well. But I don't think anything was just objectively bad on either of those. Just some that were better than others. Yeah, but 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 out of respect, man, I I don't compare it to Magic. Uh, that's that ain't it's not fair. Like let it just stay with the the, the King's diseases because that's what it is. It's what it's a part of. Fair enough. Now, how would y'all how would y'all rank the King's Disease albums? I think it goes backwards. I think you're right. Yeah, I'm a I'm a go I'm a go I'm a go three. Yeah, I'm gonna go three, then two, then one. I guess. I think, and I think I, I trump it up into the um, comfortability of the producer and the artist. Like they they know what each other needs more, and um, that's just the and I that just, just just you see them working together more. It just gets better with time. Hmm. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, they definitely have a chemistry and are, are bringing something special out of each other. And, you know, I, I, I'm i glad we, you know, we were able to witness this. You know, it was. Uh, yeah, it's been a great ride so far. It's been a great ride. You know, I, I you know, whether or not we get anything out of the two of them together again remains to be seen. But what they have given us yeah, pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah, I'm cool. If they never do another another bar, exactly. another another boom or bap, like they gave us four certain, incredible pieces of work. Yeah, it's certain it's certain artists that if I ever got to meet them, I would just give them like a hearty handshake, like thank you for making yeah. me, thank you for making this music for me. You might it wasn't just right. for me, but like thank it you. It was just for me, right? I feel you. Is this an album of the year contender for y'all? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. It's not a prisoner of the moment. Yeah, this is, this is a solid year. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. There you have it, people. It was unanimous. Myself, Vince, and Jamil all gave Nas King's Disease 3 a 9 out of 10. Our first unanimous score. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, so that's a testament to how dope this project is. And, you know, check, like I said, check it out for yourself and um, judge for yourself. Yeah, judge for yourself. All right. So with that, we'll be back uh, hopefully soon uh, with uh, our official season premiere for uh, season 15 of the vibes and stuff podcast and we're going to continue <laughs> <laughs> we're going to continue to give the people what they want that's dope hip-hop discussions dope album reviews and face-offs and all of that so stay tuned stay tuned we got some good things coming and please please stay tuned for our um year in uh award show as well so that's that's coming up sooner than we think actually yeah <laughs> all right y'all man gentlemen thank you for tapping on and doing these album reviews with myself 
I'm going to bid y'all adieu. And I'm going to say peace. Peace.